Hello, America. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan. Once again, I want to talk about the value of pressure. You know, there's some beautiful passages in the Bible. One would be Romans 5 when it deals with like going through hard things, pressure, pressure packed situations, tribulation. In Romans chapter 5, verse 3, and not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations. And it's not that we like being in pain. Not that there's something wrong with this, but I think because of what the tribulation can produce, if it's handled with the right attitude, knowing that is we are fully aware, we are not in ignorant, ignorant, we're not speculating, we're not in the dark, knowing that tribulations bring about perseverance, not automatically, okay, but if we say, hey, I'm going to handle this properly, I'm going to have the right attitude during this, I'm going to allow this to make me stronger. I'm not going to resent this or get bitter. Perseverance is like that long endurance, okay? Be willing to wait, being willing to hold out, long-range perspective. And perseverance, proven character, that is a character that's been tested by fire, and it's like, hey, I am the genuine article. I will remain faithful to God no matter what the situation may be. Improving character, hope. Hey, if I can handle this, I can handle all sorts of other things. I am genuine. I am the real deal. I am going to make it. I'm not a fake. I'm not a flake. Hope does not disappoint. All right. That is genuine Bible hope. Book James, James chapter 1, 2 through 4, has a similar admonition. And I like that one. That, that one's pretty cool. Because it talks about considerate all joy, brethren, when you encounter various trials. That is, that needs to be our perspective. This is going to be a good thing. Something good is going to come out of this. Various trials kind of indicates no matter what the trial is. It's not that one trial can produce something good or only one type of trial can produce something good. Knowing, again, that same idea that we are fully aware of what's going on. God has informed us. Knowing that the testing of your faith, that's what's going on right now. Oh, why, why, why is God putting me through this? Why do I have to deal with this? Okay, your faith is being tested and it needs to be tested. It's being strengthened. Here's an opportunity for you to grow spiritually. Here's an opportunity for you to oh, spend more time in prayer, spend more time with other Christians, uh, get your head on straight, more time in the word. Okay, this is a chance for you to also correctly rearrange your priorities. How about that? The testing of your faith produces endurance. That's the same thing as perseverance. And let, that is don't get in the way. Don't short circuit it. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Let endurance have its perfect result. If you quit, if you quit, you're not going to get the desired thing. Okay. Don't quit. Hang in there. It's perfect result so that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. So what's that, what's that pressure pack situation designed to do? Well, put you in a situation where you're not lacking in any sort of character issues, where you're a well-rounded, healthy, strong individual. Wow. Well, that means, that means I should appreciate a pressure pack situation instead of resenting it. Or, man, instead of avoiding it. Psalm 119, verse 71, it's good that I've been afflicted and I may learn thy law. When we, um, when we pull into an RV park, 
I'm always hoping that the water pressure is significant, you know, far more than just a, uh, a bare minimum because good water pressure helps me in the rig I travel in. Good water pressure means instant hot water at the sink and the shower. I have an instant hot water heater in the van and good water pressure immediately triggers that unit. Poor water pressure, the unit may never pop on. Low pressure often means that it's not going to engage. And so pressure, pressure is very beneficial. You know, I see many people in our culture seeking to avoid pressure or pressure pack situations at all costs. And I believe this is hurting everyone in the process. I really benefited as a young boy, young man, seeing my dad accept positions of responsibility, pressure packed positions and not complaining about it, but rather such gave me the impression that a man steps up, a man does not hide. So my dad was not someone who said, oh, no, no not interested in the raise, not interested in management. No, 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 no. Don't want to hire and fire anybody. I just want to be, I want to continue to be the grunt, go in, uh, I will, uh, you know, just pay me by the hour. I'll put in my eight hours, no overtime, nothing, just like, you know, pop in, pop out. That's all I want. When I get home, lay on the couch. Uh, but rather, yeah, I will move up in the company and I will accept positions of responsibility, which means I'm going to have to fire people. I'm going to have to let people go. I'm going to have to have uncomfortable situations with individuals. Going to have to make hard decisions on which person to hire. Okay. Going to have to make some hard decisions on the future of, of what's our next move in a particular area in the company. Okay. And also involved in the community, like city council, mayor. That's where you make a whole lot of unpopular decisions. Um, I, I think if I had a dad that had sidestepped that, you know, comes home and buries himself in the garage or in his den or in his newspaper or in some meaningless sports program, um, that would have sent the wrong message. I be, believe that all men face the choice between accepting more responsibility and with it the associated pressures, becoming a target, becoming unpopular, yet getting things done, learning things, acquiring new skills, or the guy who sits in the back seat and attempts to drive who has zero impact. Heads up, heads up, men. Backseat drivers have zero impact. Well, let me clarify that probably zero impact for good. Unfortunately, they have impact for bad. Okay, and, and what I mean by that is that the men in a congregation that refuse to serve as elders or position themselves to serve as elders and sit back and complain, first of all, accomplish nothing good. Secondly, do a lot of damage. And those are the men that are forgotten Except in that, that guy was just a pain. That guy was a pain. Um, if you're not going to lead, you don't have a right to be a backseat driver. We're going to take your driver's license away from you. And our kids, especially our boys, need to be the first guy. Here's the thing. It's easy to complain when you're not in the position of authority. It's easy to second guess. 
but it, it's interesting that those guys that are second guessing and the women that are second guessing are completely unqualified. The willingness to do hard things often only sets one up for success in other areas of life. That's important to note. That be, be very careful about opting out of doing something hard because you're not just opting out of that, but what you don't realize is that sometimes you're opting out of future things as well. Like, well, if you would have done that, you would have been qualified to do something else as well. The, the, the hard thing that you're being required to do at the moment may not be the thing that you want to do, but it's going to lead to something that you want to do. It's going to qualify for something that you want to do. But if you don't do what, that hard thing right now, you'll never get to do the other thing. No one will ever ask you to do the other thing. Also, I think um, here, here, here's an important thing. We live in a culture that doesn't realize the difference between the normal pressures of living and real pressure, where you're persecuted for your faith. There are so many people out there that think they're having a bad day, and it's like, so that's what threw you off your game. So that's what you call stress. Guess what? That's normal living. That's not the tribulation in many Bible passages. The tribulation in many Bible passages is something far more severe than that. Everyone, Christian, non-Christian, goes through that type of situation. Okay? You don't get any points for that one. That's just normal stuff. Okay? Normal stuff. So opting in prepares you to finish the race and finish strong. Next time you're in a pressure-packed situation, realize it's good for you. Oh, what, what can come out of this? A more well-rounded me, a stronger me, new skills, a deeper appreciation, a deeper prayer life, Psalm 119, verse 67, uh, you know, be, be, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Keep me closer to God. I mean, a lot of good can come out of this. I mean, a better man, a better woman. Accept more responsibility in every area of your life. Learn how to hire and fire. Learn how to have the difficult conversations. May I suggest to you that that will enable you to be more skillful in having the difficult conversations with your kids and your mate. A lot of marriages really suffer because men and women are not courageous enough to have honest conversations with each other about what might be bugging them or what needs to be fixed in the relationship. A lot of parenting goes sideways when Parents are not willing to man up and have very difficult conversations with their kids and to expect things of them. May I suggest to you that taking responsibility in one area of your life is really going to help you like in every other area. But there's a danger. Avoiding responsibility means that you've just, you've just shot yourself in the foot in your marriage and in your parenting and in your uh, what? dealing with other Christians in a life of a congregation. I mean, here's, here's what I've learned. The men out there that are willing to take 
to bite off more, you know, that to assume more responsibility. Seems like those are the men that are a better able to handle themselves in an elders meeting or a business meeting. Those are the men that are able to control their temper, to hear, you know, to hear some pointed statements, loving but pointed, uh, you know, to be humble and say, hey, you made a great observation. You're right. We need to address that. Um, but boy, if you're someone who is uncomfort avoided, difficult conversation avoidance, you know, like, well, this is making me uncomfortable right now. Well, you need to be uncomfortable right now. That's the way you grow up. That's the way you mature. You can become a better person. And also just, again, just remember that who, what you're opting out on now, like, oh man, I don't, you know, what you're opting out on right now is going to come back to bite you because uh, just an example of this podcast, um, you know, years ago, years ago, um, as a young kid, okay, I'm going to get up at show and tell, I'm going to talk. Um, I'm going to run for vice president, vice president, junior high. I'm going to lose, but that's good experience that I got up. I had to make a speech. Is that uncomfortable? Sure. Okay. But that prepared me to run for student body president that prepared me to run for student body president in high school. Uh, that prepared me to, um, interact with adults that prepared me to become a capital tour guide when I was in high school. Uh, that prepared, since I'd already spoken in public, et cetera, that gave me some preparation for preaching. Okay. And then it's like, okay, w- would you hop on for a live internet show? Sure. That's scary. Okay. Thinking on your feet, but that also prepared me for other things as well. And please learn to connect the dots that, that there's some really cool stuff up ahead in your future. But if you opt out now, if you say, oh, that's scary, I'm not going to do that, that's uncomfortable, that's making me uncomfortable, you, you just make have closed your door on future opportunities. Just keep, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. When you opt out of hard things, you just didn't opt out of that. You opted out of other stuff as well. Opt in, my friend. Opt in. We need particularly more men among God's people that opt in to do the hard things. And you're not just hurting yourself, hurting your wife and your kids too. And you're hurting the Lord's church and, you know, a congregation that could have had elders, maybe will not have elders because you did not opt in. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Till next time, see you in the funny papers.